0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trolls and Table Talk, also known as TNT, mm. not the popular ACDC song TNT, or Wiley e. Coyote's Favorite Weapon, but Trolls and Table Talk. We got three episodes in already with our first
1: sit-down. One sesh which is nice. I think that's and no not what name. we expected. It feels, yeah. 1 slash 3. three
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, just to reintroduce, I'm going to kind of how we normally would anytime I've played Dungeons and Dragons with this crew, uh, just a brief recap of the very end of what happened <clears throat> of the very end of what happened. Uh, and then also uh, I think at least appropriate for this episode to uh, reintroduce the characters a tiny bit who is playing what, right? Like the beginning of right. yeah, Gilligan's Isle every time, like all those old shows. like You got the people's name, yeah, you got their you pretty right faces. Right now, yeah. yeah, at least right in the beginning. But Mariah Kelly... Hey, that's me. ...is playing Lilt, uh, who I guess her arc so far, she just graduated from Ploratory, which is a scouting scribe school, and Say is three times uh, apparently immediately launched into an adventure. And here she is. She's met a horse... I <laughs> love that horse. Holy moly. <laughs> she saved a weird, gangly, bearded person on a train. There's I a kill, lot that happened.
3: Killed my first squish thing. What was it? You killed Whatever boggle. That's what it was. You boggle.
0: boggle. You were the first KO of the mm. entire podcast. Nice. That means I anyone win, right? had put, yeah. I don't know if Vegas over, was guess. counting on that. Uh, and then we also characters. have uh Ben Larzabal. That's me. Also host of Story Shape Life. Yeah, give it a listen. Thank you. Looking into the narrative of life.
1: I love the way that you like switched into the, yeah. uh, the like the, <laughs> the NPR the counselor <laughs> tone. Thank back. you so much. Yeah, I do th- appreciate yes, that. Uh, My emotions. Playing,
2: uh, I feel f- I feel heard and felt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We playing,
0: are playing uh, who is a. How would you describe him in terms
2: of race? And what was... Remind me years
0: ago? You again? didn't...
3: Uh, I so didn't of a Of a yeah. yeah, you didn't say last time, which was yeah. very interesting. All
2: we know is that he looks human except for the fact that he has silver hair and silver uh, eyes. Yeah. Okay. So
0: Kavir's story picked up as soon as Lilt got on the train to Swain, the Swain train. <laughs> uh, and he was sleeping and he had a dream that we got to, get, got to look at a little more detailed. Um, and then these two have kind of happened to partner up by fate, and then stumble upon uh, a store in the fourth ring of Zarison, which I think it was decided. Zarison, yep. the main capital, has nine rings, and in the fourth uh, was Cyrus, played by Vince Kelly. Hello. Husband to Mariah.
1: It's true. The very same.
0: A uh, weaponsmith. Would you call yourself just a blacksmith or a weaponsmith?
1: Yeah, I think uh, he would be a weaponsmith slash armorer, right? So the stuff that he makes is predominantly used in the field of battle. At at least that's what he wants. I think he'll also do like a trailer hitch if you need that. For sure. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, and as we, yeah, he seems kind of a home, uh, a down to earth kind of guy. But the fourth ring of Zeracen is kind of a big deal. We talked about in the last episode that there's nine rings of Zeracen and kind of economically, the closer to the center you are, uh, the the better off you are. Better off meaning assumed uh, economics.
1: And that number counts up, correct?
0: Yeah. One is the capital. So it counts character. down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We that's can right. always change that. Which
1: I you. no. Which I remembered, and I wanted to yeah, yeah, yeah. test you. Nine to and one. You remember. Uh, this H- Hunger games vibe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: our story ended most recently uh, was we were in The Heat which is uh, the shop of Cyrus yes (laughs) our fire genasi Um, and a bandit and boggle so a boggle was kind of this weird secreting monster that's up to no good Uh, ended up in uh, the shop uh, and then the entire crew got all together chasing down Kirk who we just met who we found out is a historian at the Nucleo uh, which stores all of the history of Farafland, especially everything that has to do with the rank, which seems to be about 80% of the stuff that gets there. And so we ended that. Uh, Cyrus, you were given an invitation from an Aarakocra, which uh, technically works for the Nucleo, uh, a letter that had a black envelope and a red seal, and it was signed by uh, Lilac Steen, who is the governess, 18-year-old governess of Zereson, inviting you to the rank. Uh, Kirk, who we kind of stumbled upon, who we decided to feel remember, is kind of a walking history check if you choose to keep her, uh, just because that was her job, and so she's going to know a lot because she has consumed a lot. Uh, what was the old? Was it Nickelodeon? There was a show that there was this guy who had powers that could read an entire book by flipping through it. Does anybody remember that?
1: All I can think of is
0: Chris Traeger, Parks and Rec. That too. <laughs> yes, Maybe kind of traeger Super speed reader. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the town's name is Two Chunks and a Hunk. And, <laughs> uh, no, the end of this last uh, session, which was so masterfully edited by Ben, who's in charge of that. Thank you, Ben, for doing that. And the music has been so fun and such a surprise, was Kirk with a dagger in her eye because we recently discovered that perhaps she was being tracked by the nucleo. Through some kind of surgery she had uh, when she first got a job there. And so that has been removed. I think those were the last words. Mm -hmm. Kavir says, uh, or Ben says, and I remove her eyeball. And so here's where I would like us to start. You had kind of instructed everybody to get out, Uh, you had said to get out of the heat. I don't know if the removal of the eyeball by Kirk changes anything. Um, but what do you want to do at this point? Uh, I would say, what time does your shop close?
1: Uh, so it's a very like loose sundown. Okay. Right. So, so, so Dylan had come in close to that probably. I think so. You feel yeah, like you're winding yeah, down? Yeah. You were
0: probably an hour short of closing. I guess the fight in real time wasn't too long. Maybe three minutes. I don't feel like it was very long, right? We had maybe three turns. Three of everybody. course. Um, so it is probably just dark. Uh, and so at this point, it is up to you. Um, I would guess we don't have to like roll for it or work through it. Um, would you have had possibly anything in your shop to have wrapped up a post-surgery Kirk and an eye? Is there anything that we can do to uh, have you decided if you're going to either replace it or do anything for her or just simply like have her out, kick her out, yeah. wrap it?
1: So, um his shop is not exactly what they would say up to code. <laughs> okay. Um, right. And so uh, some, some pretty common business owner uh, sort of amenities slash uh, laws aren't maybe, you know, they're, they're written in pencil, but uh, on uh, on the flip side, however, uh, Cyrus is a cleric. Um, and so as a cleric healing, healing, Plays a big role in that, right? It is the it is kind of this like spiritual center of a team, yeah. Um, and and healing plays a big role in that. And so he did he he cast cure wounds if I remember right to kind of like stabilize her. Um, and so he he's going to go over and and just kind of grab some some like th- this apron mm-hmm. uh, that is kind of at the bottom of the pile sure. sort of deal. Um, and he's not he's not using his nice one. And He's going to just like rip some strands off of that apron. Um, and he kind of like looks at Kirk and then looks back down at it and and looks back and forth a few times and then rips off this kind of precise perfect piece to wrap around her head a few times and tie it and he, all right now hey can you hear me Uh what well, you coming back to us
0: I I think I'm gonna
1: okay yeah yeah me uh, honestly I'm trying to do the same um, listen she's gonna be all right. She seems stable and, well, this, this apron's telling us that there's not too much bleeding left, that a little pressure won't fix, so uh, how about drinks, folks?
3: I could definitely use a drink.
1: Now, are you old enough to use a drink? <laughs> are you again
3: question. asking if I'm, or implying that I'm young? I, am J-
2: I was the first person to ask you, so this is back on you. You tell me this is not good, and now you're asking the same question. I feel absolved of
1: all issues. <laughs> Same page then, um, and he's gonna go behind his behind his like counter, and he's just gonna grab this bottle of brown, uh, <laughs> and uh, and a few a few glasses, uh, all varying sizes, uh, blows dust out of one, and says, "All right now, folks, what are we gonna do with this sleeping one-eyed girl on the floor?" It uh, seems to me that she needs help. Yes. Um I would say that that is more of a mental uh sort of sort of help. that you're talking about she is physically going to be all right. I guarantee that.
2: No, I mean more like uh, this uh you know, running away chased by the mafia. You know that kind of thing. But sure.
3: Do you really think that the Nucleo would come after her? I mean that doesn't sound like any Nucleo that I know.
2: Yes, we've had uh yes.
3: I, I know we just talked about this, but I I just can't believe it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot that I can't believe that's happened today. There was a backpack that turned into a bunch of goop. And that goop tried to kill y'all in my store. They, uh, look, here's the deal. I, I do not mean to be rude. Y'all broke into my, my place. Breaking feels excessive, like bigger term than necessary.
3: Your store was open.
1: Thank you.
2: Okay. See, let's try this again. All right. He's going to pinch the bridge of his nose. Uh, also, those bodies are probably still in for your sure, shop from where sure. we picked up. Okay. Yeah. Bandit's once, not dead, though. Ban- right? I was going to say, Bandit's not dead. Yeah. We just knocked <coughs> him out.
1: Okay.
3: Shouldn't we at least <sighs> question him and see what he has to say?
1: Absolutely. I just think we should do that, not in the heat.
3: Where else would we go?
1: Do you need to calm down first? Uh, okay, touche, brother um, Alright, here's the deal I need y'all out of my shop now We can do this Okay, if we want to interrogate this boy We need to make it quick And then I need to get some blood Off of the cobblestone And I need to get Seven or eight Salad I? Because I got a big day in the morning Alright Well, why don't you go to sleep And uh, we will take
2: This uh, This This uh, Person that we have tied up, we drop him off at uh, police, fantasy police. <laughs> <laughs> is Perfect.
1: there a name for the, the, police. the fantasy police? That's <laughs> what it is. I mean, that works for me. Just get out. Wait, now? No, we have to stay now. She has to sleep. We have to take care of her. And that's so that's going to happen on my turf for no reason. No, you. Uh, I've done everything that I need to do. Look, she's stable. She's sleeping like a babe. Exactly. This is perfect. We stay here, and in the morning we take her.
0: Y'all tied up the bandit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, amidst y'all's argument, one of you notices, if not all of you notice, that he is kind of caterpillar awkwardly <laughs> trying to make his way uh, to some kind of, I think, uh, grossly enough, the dagger that was used to take out the eye is on the floor, and so he's trying to grab that. Uh, um, his
3: mouth. um, guys, someone someone needs to do something. I I don't know what to do here. He's he's going for the dagger?
2: Oh, look who's awake. Mm-hmm. We walk over to him.
1: Yeah. What's your I'm name? I'm not going to say anything. I was just going to ask you what your name and favorite color was. Oh. Joey Blue. <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything. All right, well, I'm not going to ask you anything. Seem uh, fair? I'm just going to make sure you don't get this dagger out of my hand. Uh, and I'm going to pick it up and just kind of wipe it on like the tail of my jacket and kind of just tuck it in my waistband. Uh, in that process,
0: uh, there's a – and he spits on your face. Let's see how good he does. Let's roll the spit. We'll
1: spit. I'm also short, so it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not a uh,
0: – 11. He uh, spits
1: a lower cheek, aiming for your eye. Cool. The Cyrus has one arm that is kind of gray and charcoal-y. You can kind of see lines in, in between it. Cool. Start to just glow hot a little bit. Oh, so cool. Mr. Joey Blue, I was finna let you caterpillar your sweet tush right on down the street. Now we got a problem. You see, I'm already dealing with a bunch of blood and guts and some eye goop and a backpack made of tar. And then you go and spit on my face. I'm going to put a boot kind of on his, like, on his shoulder and press him, press him back down into the ground. Uh, Joey Blue says,
0: oh, "Oh, Oh,
1: the poor guy.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry I didn't get you right in the eye.
1: Listen here my turf, my rules. What brought you in here? And then I want an apology for the spit on my face or the next boot is going on your windpipe. And if you listen to the cold open, there's going to be a sound that comes out of your mouth like a wheeze. (laughs) And that's the sound of your mom's hopes and dreams, your cousin's business proposal that you passed up and everybody else that has invested in your worthless life leaving your body. And then I will dump you with the rest of these freaking bodies. You hear me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. You said rules. (laughs) You have... You have no idea what the rules are <laughs>
2: uh, can we see the forge like pretty clearly in the room?
1: Oh yeah, it's n- not a big room
2: and are there I assume there are bellows
1: um, there are
2: bellows. okay yep. uh then uh Kavir has walked over to the bellows. And he turns to you and puts his hands up on it and says, "Eh, Friend, I don't know how to use this, but this could be a fun time to learn. And he pulls down the bellows and, like, I assume fire kind of, like, props up a little bit. It's like, why don't you bring friend over here?
3: Um,
1: Intimidation here.
2: Sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Fourteen. I I don't know, man. I don't think that's necessary. (laughs) Uh, No, no. Cyrus, that same kind of red in between his arms, that's going to kind of fire down towards his hand and then a like a handful of flame is going to show up in his palm and he kind of grabs the rope at the front and lifts this guy up. says, no, no, no. Son, it is very, very necessary. Gavir, was it? Yes. Let me give you a lesson on how these bellows create just unbelievable heat. Hey, man, listen. I can't tell you anything,
2: nothing
3: what do you what do you mean you can't
2: even if I tried I can't yeah, hey, can you make hand signs draw pictures you know anything
0: he starts like trying to make any kind of motion, and all of a sudden his arms seem not under his control, and then he tries to say something and you just get muffled kind of choky noises of kind of like a
1: uh, I can't mister Blue He's gonna sit him down I need you to be straight with me. You can't or you won't listen man, I can't Um I wanna do an insight check to see if he's like that close to him if he's telling the truth. Okay, that's an eighteen. Sorry, microphones. He's for sure telling the truth.
0: Maybe the insight lets you listen to his heart a little bit, and it's very very fast.
1: All right, folks. I mean, he can't. He can't tell us anything. This is some. I mean, the dude came in wearing that backpack. Chances are this runs a little deeper than that. Hmm. Well, what what do you want to do with him?
3: I mean, I think we should just take him to the fantasy police, right? That's what we had said. Oh, God. We can't just let you go.
2: Have you ever wondered why they call themselves that? Like, why couldn't they come up with a better name for institution? But I know this is not time for this. I'm. I get it. Correct. <laughs> Listen, man,
0: nothing's going to happen there either.
3: Right, but we can't just let you go. Fine. Can you at least tell me, is there something we can do? Can we... Break whatever is inhibiting you.
1: What
2: if I take your eyeball out?
3: <laughs> we tried that one already. We have
1: had success with this operation in the past.
0: Uh, having a like dreadful dream, just for a fraction of a second after you say that, Kirk wakes up and just, <laughs> and then falls back asleep.
2: Mostly successful. <laughs> Long-term trauma is still we don't know. I don't know. I'm just the muscle lady.
0: I don't know what you can do. I just know if you try hard enough,
1: I just end up dead. Okay, let's, uh... How about yes-no questions? He just kind of shrugs. Um, muscle for an individual? Yes or no? Alright, muscle for an organization? Yes or no?
0: Seeing that he's having trouble speaking he gives a
1: slow nod yes okay all right organization that we know about
0: he starts to nod his yes his head yes again and his eyes start to roll into the back of his head all right hey brother hey 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 that's i'm done that's con- all right
1: he's convulsing um medicine he's dead
0: <laughs> oh shoot <Okay. laughs>
2: Uh, Kavir just walks over, finished walking over, and it's like, well, this was uh, not expected. Unless this happens to you a lot. Yes?
0: Cyrus, you smell kind of a burning flesh type of smell. I don't know if you've ever tried to pick up an apprentice or somebody took a weapon off the counter that was still hot, but you've smelled it before. Okay. And the smell's coming from... His head.
1: Uh, Okay, I examine the source of the smell.
0: So we saw we saw a logo the last time because Kirk said to look. Mm -hmm. That logo is just a deep, burning hole behind his ear.
2: Do we all see it? Like is it pretty? I think Cyrus would
0: either tell you or you all go
2: and look based off of him going and looking. We don't have to draw it out. Do you still think uh, Rank could not do bad things to the peoples?
3: I don't know what to think anymore.
1: Well, good news is I'm about to join those guys. I guess.
2: Well, my plan was to go to Swain in the morning. I suppose I can take uh, this one that is sleeping with me. I will take
1: care of her, and we will be out of your way. Well... We're probably catching the same train in the morning. Lil, what are you doing?
3: Well, in- I guess I'm joining the team, if you'll have me. That is.
1: So I guess we're a team now, huh? <laughs> this is a uh, yes. Sure, cool. Membership opens today. Closes tomorrow when we get on that train. But for tonight, tell you what, Kavir, there's a mop.
3: Wait, you said it right.
1: A man can change. <laughs> Kavir, there's a mop in the corner It looks more like a broom But you can still put it in water Okay um, You're on blood duty got it. You're on backpack duty Okay and I'm going to clean up the rest And for a trade It's not It's not some fancy hotel But I got a couple A couple extra mattress pads upstairs Y'all are welcome Sounds good Sounds good Alright, Swain train party Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. prompt. I'm walking out and the door locks on the outside. Fair enough. We'll be there. Good night. And Cyrus grabs the brown bottle and takes it back towards the kind of the furnace and just starts to pull that flame down, uh, just kind of seemingly with his mind. Will. Cool. Um, cool. And starts to clean up his, his work area. Cool.
0: Cyrus, I'll say really early in the morning, what time would you think you you would get up to start your day? He's a 5 a.m. guy. So right before 5,
1: maybe about 4.45, you hear a little knock on your door. Cyrus... Kind of getting his muscles stretched and everything. Flame's still a little low. He kind of walks forward, and you hear like a, th- 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 and he's got these little like slippers, <laughs> <laughs> and opens the door. Kind of creaks. It opens.
0: Yeah, and it's Kirk. And she was like, "Hey, Cy. Si. Uh,
1: good morning, Kirk. How you? How you? How you feeling? Despite the hole in my head. She smirks a little bit.
0: A little Kirk smirk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Despite the hole in my head. Better than ever. Interesting. I can't speak to magical eyeballs, but I suppose I've put vices down in my life and the pain feels good. Sigh he's not. He he wasn't. Who wasn't what, Kirk? The bandit. I don't think he was in the rank.
0: I saw nothing of a hero ranking or a marking. Maybe he was of it? I don't know. But thank you, that's all.
1: She starts to walk away. Hey, my turf, my rules. That's right, I'll never forget. And then she walks off. He now puts on pants. Nice. So <laughs> the <that holes. laughs>
3: whole
2: visual. The camera pans back. gonna kinda... like, Old man <laughs> butt. <laughs> or just from behind, it's just yeah. his bare butt. Uh, um, and a long shirt.
0: Um, so you hear a uh, louder rapping on the door, at around five fifteen. My bedroom door? No, the heat
1: door. Okay, cool. All right, all right. Slow your britches. I'll be right down. Okay, hang on. There's more stairs in here than you think there are. And he opens the door.
0: Uh, Before you, you see a little gnome, uh, and he looks so much. This is the vision I had in my head. Who's the mayor in Wreck-It-Ralph of that candy town?
1: Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know his name.
0: I don't either, but this is what he looks like. Wait. So he's got a big head. He's got a squidward-like nose. This little gnome, and he's wearing a vest. Uh, he's actually wearing, like, pretty nice clothes, uh, but he's got massive eyes, and in his hand, he has uh pen and paper.
1: <laughs> he says, Uh, Cyrus? Well, Mr. John Bone bon. <laughs> wanted the same. Cyrus, something very interesting is going on around here. Oh, is that the case, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: well, I don't know how necessary that might have been, but, uh... Where it's spreading, and I think I need, uh, perhaps an interview, sir.
1: John, you know, I got... Maybe maybe we can kick the interview off right here. I've had an idea about your pamphlet. About the, uh, the Daily Bond? Well, I mean, sometimes it's monthly,
0: sometimes weekly, depending on the news, but recently, lately.
1: Yeah, so here's the deal. There's a couple shops here that carry it in their front window. You will notice that I do not. However, have you considered a nicer... Softer parchment for your printing job. What do you mean? Well, when I run out of toilet paper, I like to have something as an offering for my guests. And I just find it I mean it works in a pinch, but it's not quite that that smooth front to back that you want. <laughs> oh, Cyrus, Cyrus, Cyrus. Cyrus
0: Auraris. That's not going to bother me, okay? Maybe one of my
1: brothers, but not me. No, no, it's. I'm telling you it's bothering me, and I'm looking for some comfort. I'm looking for some news, man. It's how the world runs these days. And let me just add to the fray. Bon, it is early. What do you possibly need? I need to know what happened here around dusk last night, Mr. Cyrus. Dusk last night. I'm going to attempt a lie here. Um. Yeah, let's see Had a good Kind of Consistent customer come through Name's Dylan You can find him He's he's looking good now That breastplate Oh, sharp. I know all about the hero I don't know about that But Dylan came through And bought a breastplate You know, getting ready for the 100th And uh, Threw a couple rings At the daggers Didn't do too hot there But he, he Cyrus did walk away.
0: I already have a credible source I just need something to fill the last few lines of my word count. Can you give me just a first-hand interview of Dylan being invited to the rank? Excuse me? My God, man. You really have been in here all day.
1: I mean, it's 5.15 in the morning.
0: Okay. Dylan Lightfoot, your friend, got invited to the rank. He showed us. Everybody wants to know. My brothers are trying to get to it first, but I want to beat them. I know we work for the same company, but let me know. Let's get it on print. Now's the
1: time. (laughs) John, I don't know what to tell you. I'm being honest. I do not believe that Dylan has received, nor ever will receive, an invitation to join the rank. That is not what happened here last night. Uh, he has it described in detail. I can show you right here. He's
0: actually like, put up some of the papers that he hasn't put to print yet.
1: I take a look. I want to read it.
0: Uh, Dylan has almost verbatim uh, told John of everything that happened, except there's a few things that are not quite lining up. Your shop, The Heat, was being robbed by a bandit with a sidekick. He doesn't know what it was. He says some kind of slimy ogre. The bandit stood maybe 10 foot 5. He thinks it might be half troll. Uh, But he came in and grabbed one of the great axes uh, from behind the counter and uh, lopped his head off uh, and saved you. He punched the boggle. Some say that he even just looked it to death. Tucked y'all in and then left the shop.
1: Tucked me in. It's very nice of him. I knew y'all were close, but not like... No, this... No, listen, I can't... This is not what happened last night. Nothing like this happened last night. Dylan was not invited to the rank. I don't think you understand. The news is what happened. No, it was me! But you can't invite him to the rank. Mr. Bond, I think it's time for you to go. But I'll tell you one thing. Dylan was not invited to the rank. You are standing in the presence of somebody who was. And that person is asking you to get off of my cobblestone lawn area.
0: Loud and clear, Sigh. Loud and clear. Then he holds up a pamphlet with your name by it and in quotes says, no comment, and then walks away. Can't guarantee my brothers won't find you,
1: though. Can't wait to pick up your next round of papers, brother.
0: He he walks off. It's
1: chilly this week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Closes the door. I was going to say, as he walks... Out, uh, Kavir is walking like up the steps, like towards the door, holding like a little basket with fruit uh, that he's picked up that morning. He just gets up early, grab fruit for everybody before the trip. And so he's he doesn't catch any of this except the very end where this gnome's walking off. What is what are you doing? I bring uh, the uh, the breakfast for everybody. I think you are hungry.
1: I didn't even hear you get up. When? What time are you up? Early. I get up early. I Good don't night. take stairs. You don't take stairs? It's a long story. Well, I don't take medication anymore. It messes with my, my sleep patterns. Understood. Get in the house. I don't understand what you're doing. <sighs>
2: You have lots of guests early in the morning.
1: You know, it's starting to do look not, that do you get way.
2: That?
1: Hello. Hey, Cyrus.
0: Uh this time you can tell it's one of John's brothers. Looks just like him. Same outfit and everything, except you there's just a crude here. uh beard. Oh no. Kind you of were. unkept beard. Which one are you supposed to be? Hey Cyrus. Sean Bond. I know we've talked before, you don't remember, but I uh, came in, thought I'd look around. I just wanna let you know uh uh I heard some big news last night about the uh, about the whole rank thing, and Dylan, I bet you're pretty proud. You want
1: to give a little statement? It's going to be in the paper. Sean, I do not want to give a statement about Dylan joining the rank. Wait. So he did. No, that's great. I've already got everything I need. Bye.
2: He starts to run away. <laughs> you familiar with this little paper that they're doing? No, I have, I'm not from here. This is new
1: city to me. Right. They do this thing called the Daily Bond, and basically they just decide on a couple of lies every day, mm-hmm. print it into some, it's like a two-fold pamphlet, mm-hmm. and they just jam it in front of stores. Hmm. What is the problem with this one? Well, the story going around, last night, that your boy Dylan was asked to join the rank. Okay. Did you leave the door open? Yeah. Join the rank, killed a ten and a half foot tall Where troll. did you come
2: from? How did you do
1: this?
0: Oh, sorry, I'm Juan Bon. And you look and it's down, it's this like long handlebar mustache uh, for what looks very similar to uh, his assumed
2: triplet brother. I have a question for you. Where did his, this story come from? From the source, uh, the best kind of story, from Dylan himself. Is this the same one that is, uh, that is losing insides outside your store? Just less than the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's one way of putting it, yeah. You're talking yes. about when he gutted the troll? I heard all about it. No, it's more like vomit on the the floor. The troll vomited on him? How does he keep fighting? That probably had smelled so bad. I see what you're saying. This is interesting how things change.
1: Can I roll insight on Juan Vaughn? Sure. And I want to, I'm, I'm specifically looking at these disguises. Yeah. <laughs> that's a 16. Uh. 16, Sorry. It's John Bond.
0: And it's John and Sean Amazing. Bond. Amazing.
1: Uh, goodness. But
0: I think you probably knew this before you rolled. W-
1: Juan was it? I I I definitely knew as a player. Yeah. <laughs> uh Juan was it?
0: Yeah, Juan Bond, Juan and Sean and John of the uh,
1: Daily Bond. Yeah. So Juan, what's crazy, right? Is the the ten foot troll was, uh, you never know what 10 feet is going to look or feel like until it's in a small enclosed space. But that didn't right, scare yeah, Dylan, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh. That didn't scare him at all. And okay. so he was he was right up on there because, you see, when you got a tall enemy, you want to get up underneath because yeah. they can't swing close to their knees. Right, and okay, so he didn't say that. He was, I... and... and uh... Okay. Riding furiously right now. Goodness, okay. John, do you know what? I'm, I'm sorry, Yeah, he, I'm one. Oh, oh, forget it. John's me. my brother. Yeah, it's okay. We kind of look
0: alike. I got a mustache. He doesn't. <laughs>
1: Juan, I swear. I swear to the stars. Yeah. First thing that went was a kneecap, right? And then the troll comes down. No way. And then the troll comes down and and, and, and Dylan takes this big kind of swing into his shoulder meat, right? I think and at just, this
3: point, like, Lil comes yawning out and is like, what kind of nonsense? What are you saying?
1: And then as this this great axe, right, as he put it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this I mean honestly it was a superb axe. Can I see it? Can I see that? Oh axe? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show it to you here in a second. Okay. But as he as he buries his great axe into the shoulder meat of this 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 ten foot tall <laughs> troll, yeah. He says the troll says, This is all a lie. None of this really happened. Okay. And this editorial joke is ruining your doorstep with the sins of their father and their lives. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) Here's the thing, Cy. Look at you. Find a mirror. Find one that's short enough. Look in it. You could be a hero. Do you realize that? It should have been you that got the rank. But it was Dylan. And at least he's brave and not mean. Thank God he got
1: the hero invitation.
3: Wait, Cyrus, why don't you show them your letter?
1: A little, that's a great idea. What? Uh, Cyrus is going to go back and grab the letter and say, First of all, uh, John, feel this parchment. Why? And, uh John, feel this parchment and feel how much softer it is. This is kind of what I was... Explaining it to you earlier as a toilet paper sort of alternative. Read them.
2: You're going to use your letter for toilet
1: paper. It's a thing I do about their editorial because it's trash. Oh, okay. Good for your butt. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to prep breakfast over here. It's apples. You don't have to cook that. You just kind <laughs> well, of... That's ju- what I was thinking. You just kind of like punch We
2: them. have time. We can do a little... like.
1: Read it and weep.
0: Fine. Uh, he opens up this letter and... It was mentioned. There's a little more detailed version because we're early on in this, and I added stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, but there's like an extra fold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. P.S. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, Cyrus of the Heat of the Fourth Ring of Zereshin. Okay, yeah. He kind of like starts to look over. And he's like five, six, seven.
3: yeah, four. Yeah,
0: they got that right. Through anonymous recognition. Oh, oh, that means a scout. Congrats. And by order of the government. All powers that lie within. Yep, this is it. I invite you into the illustrious organization of the rank. Governor Slylekstein. Cyrus. You're in the rank too? I am in the rank too. Uh, Cyrus, as you look up, as you've given Juan this letter, and he's reading it and handing it back to you. Uh, in the distance, you can see Dylan.
1: Just down the street? Yep. And
0: y'all have made eye contact. He's probably about a block away, but he's looking, seems to be peeking around a corner. (laughs) Eyes are real big. Makes eye contact with you and just jets.
1: Juan, not only did Dylan take down a 10-foot troll last night, but there were some other enemies there too, and well, I tried to make swift work of them. It's my shop, you know? And then before we know it, two of those uh, Aarakocra and bird guys swoop in. Bust down the door, honestly, I had to kind of jimmy the hinge back. Two letters. Dylan and myself. Wow. This is going to make a
0: tie. And he starts to cry a little bit. Like, listen, I am going to be really honest with you, man. Most of what me and my brothers have done.
1: Your brother's right.
0: It's
2: been—it's
0: been a fabrication. It's not all true, but this <laughs> This is our break, side. You, me, Dylan, Sean, John. We are all going to be so famous. Oh my God! And he starts to run away, holding up his pamphlet, getting ready to put it to print. Do the uh,
3: tears make his mustache slip a little bit?
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, happy for you, bud. Slam.
2: I think as you close the door and turn around, Kavir is uh standing um like by the bar or like table at the table, and he's got like roasted apples on like a bunch of your little uh daggers. Yeah. And he's just smiling real big at you. He's like, That was nice. I like that was nice.
1: Very proud of you. Thanks Um, That was not for you But I do appreciate Your appreciation What is What are you um, Roasted
2: apples With little bit of cinnamon That I uh, had with me So Good
1: breakfast Gets blood pumping You know what I'm saying Um, You know what else gets blood pumping Protein and solitude (laughs) Those are options
2: But uh, currently I have apples and cinnamon
0: uh, I love us, gosh! I love us so much. You look down, and Kirk has like come down. <laughs> so I, I think she found one of your sweaters. Maybe it's really big. Can it For be him. houndstooth? Uh, definitely. Okay, he it...
1: doesn't have many shirts, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Like she opened the drawer, and there was like three in sure. there, and they're all gifts from like the old women in his hometown.
0: This is exactly what I thought it was. So this is a red and green houndstooth, three sizes too big sweater that Kirk has decided to put on um, with her kind of tattered pants that she's been traveling in for a while. Um, just a little more descriptive of of her. I was telling Mariah before we started that she's, if anybody's ever watched Pepper Ann, this is Pepper Ann basically. Except nice. The, this is Pepper Ann at like mid thirties. Um, and instead of that big bushy red hair, it's black. And now she's got a little bandage around one of her eyes. Uh, but she comes down. And she's like, I'm sorry. you. I guess it's something you're going to have to deal with for a while. I don't know, guys. I Thank you again. I think I'm going to say it a lot, but thank you.
3: Kirk, how are you feeling? I can't, I can't believe you're up, honestly.
0: I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I think these two did a great job. It feels clean. I, I haven't mustered up the strength to look at it yet, but... It doesn't
2: hurt so bad. Just I wouldn't do that. I
3: like, think Lil's going to like run up to her and like go to like reach for it and then pause and kind of remember that that's rude and be like do you mind if I look? Sure. Y- yeah, that's fine. I just want to make sure it's not infected. I just want to make sure you're okay. Oh Yeah, thanks. So she's going to kind of check it out. Would you like me to roll medicine? Or yeah. Or we just... Okay.
0: Yeah, just roll medicine. Roll, roll, roll
3: medicine.
0: something. Uh, 16. Awesome. So uh, the... Socket is pretty clean And instead of kind of fleshy colors It is bright blue Mm. All on the back of her socket She's like, how How does it look? Be honest, I'm fine I think I can take it The world is all new to me, so go for it
3: Um, you look a little bit more like Me, actually It's blue Blue Okay Does that mean something to you? Um,
0: not necessarily outside of strong magic. This makes sense. I'm so naive. Oh, she starts to like cover her both eyes and then realizes she's really covering just one. So puts both of the energy of two hands on one, her only good eye.
3: Gosh. Kirk, Kirk, it's okay. We, we learn and we grow. That's how we get better. It's, it's growth.
0: Right.
1: Growth. Okay. Okay. Growth. Um at the end of your uh Kavir, the end of your like identify magic mm-hmm. spell, did we determine was her eye socket still glowing after her eye had been removed? I we didn't it, we didn't ask.
3: I think it was just the mush is what Carter had said was glowing. Right. Can okay. you confirm? And mm-hmm.
2: the But so, we should have found out, I think, in so the moment of cutting out if it had worked or not.
1: The eye was was turned into mush. Basically. Okay, okay. Cool.
0: Probably cuz if it uh, was a I cleaner mean, surgery that was only Kavir instead of an initial
2: just jab at it. Yeah.
3: I'm assuming that
0: So did know, that was that, supposed
3: that
1: answers as? my yeah,
2: cuz I was kind of going back Did we see the magic kind of yeah, dissipate.
0: Uh if if that was like asked in character,
2: like I think she would
0: reaffirm like she's basically like nobody's someone would be here right now if it didn't. Got it. Cool. It's been Eight hours or however long, like someone would be here. She's been running pretty nonstop for a long time.
2: Cool. Uh, do you have like a like a glass ball or something that could take
1: place of eyeball? Goodness, I, I don't keep like a jar of eyeball replacements handy. <laughs> and honestly, that is on me, and I'm a terrible host. Um, I could fashion something. More, yes, thinking ball bearing,
2: but yes, you guys. Wait, oh. um.
0: Can I have say on what replaces my former eye? Kirk? I wish you would. How about she kind of stands up a little big, trying to look menacing. How about a bad eye patch?
2: you don't want the actual like thing in eyeball, place.
3: No, I'm with Kirk. An eye patch sounds awesome. Right?
2: <laughs> you could have both honestly too,
0: caviar I'm the less recognizable the better. I don't know if anybody's looking for a bushy haired girl with an eye patch. Kirk, what's your favorite animal? Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: I love dragons. Perfect. Y'all keep going. Make yourselves at home. We leave in, oh, call it 45 minutes. Um, Until then, I will be tinkering over there for no specific reason. Uh, and uh, Cyrus is going to go over to his anvil and bellows and just kind of um, you see that he just kind of produces a flame in his hand and then starts working the bellows against the coals um, and uh, and gets like a small fl- flame kind of up and working. And then pretty soon after that, you start to hear like the little tink, tink, tink of like a hammer on metal.
2: Cool. Uh, I think in the meantime, Kavir is, uh, has given out the apples and then used after they've eaten uh, is trying to give... Um, kind of little knife lessons. Basically some just like basic self defense uh to Kirk. To Kirk. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> I'm
0: Lope sure she's
3: all over that as well.
2: Yeah. I'm sure
0: uh Kirk's loving it for sure. And after y'all have done that for a little bit, uh she kind of to herself starts to mumble a little bit, not really knowing any better. I have no idea how that would have happened. I don't understand. I mean I guess I could have but I don't know, It feels fast. I, I can't want to know. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, okay, what was that jab? Uh,
3: Wait, Kirk, f- what are you, you saying? I...
0: All I've done in my life is watch history happen, right? We know the ins and outs. Um. I haven't seen too many Eric Cochran in action.
3: Wait, are you wondering how he got here so fast?
0: Yeah, same. I, I. I don't feel like... If he's flying from the nucleo, I don't think that happens in...
3: We're so far. Three minutes? There's no way. How? Even if there was someone here, right then, recording what happened, there's no way. Yeah, I... I there's no
0: way. Cyrus! And she kind of mentions, or like, reaches out to you.
1: Yeah, what's up? Cy,
0: um... And she kind of looks around and makes sure, like, store's closed today, Right.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, honestly, I don't know when it's going to open again. She's walked a little closer to you.
0: Um, The letter. Have you... I, I don't want to say...
3: I, I mean, I know we're just friends. I don't want to lose one as soon as I got my first one. But um, have you... Hmm. Have you done anything worth being in the rank yet?
0: Yeah. Has anything happened before this? Not that it wasn't heroic or anything. I mean, that was amazing. But how? It, how?
1: Kirk, um, well, you know, good question. Heroism is kind of a spectrum, I suppose. Um, goodness, you know, now that I think about it. So there was a, I'll call it a week ago, maybe. I was closing up the shop and it was just, it was just nice outside. Nobody had come in in a little bit. and So I caught the sunset, watched the fire go down on the horizon. And I started to just sort of hear the, you know, you kind of tune into the environment. And I hear these screams coming from down the street and it was this mom. And she was screaming, there was a cart sort of crashed in into the ground and I just took off, running. Um, and this little girl had been kind of, sort of trapped underneath this cart, and it didn't make sense. It wasn't like she got stuck under there. It's like it was, it's like it was thrown. And, it, uh, anyways, I made sure mom was okay, and and she just was incoherent, and so I just sort of. I don't know. I can't, I I can't explain it. I got up underneath this cart and just lifted it clean off. And she was okay. I think, I think maybe her ankle was a little busted up or something like that. Nothing too serious, but she, you know, she was stuck. And so she sort of crawled out and away and I tossed this cart to the side and, well, I see this sort of, I don't know, this sort of figure. It's all dark. Honestly, it reminds me of that backpack a little bit. I think it was more like a I don't know, some sort of tall goblin or something like that. Anyway, it's kind of around the corner and without thinking, I just pulled out the hammer that I had in my in the loop here and made quick work of it. I just wanted wanted her to be okay. One swing. Yeah, you know, you if you get it right in the temple, no. You, It was one swing. She needed help. I was around. That's my duty. This is the fourth circle. We roll strong, you know?
3: I think Lil gives like a big sigh and just like a wistful look. Man, I wish I was there. To write a song about it, you know.
1: Oh, sure, yeah, musician. Yeah, that kind of would have been nice. The mood was a little awkward for a while because we got this body to deal with, but... Wish you were there too, Lil.
2: Cool. So, what are we doing? Uh,
1: so, at this point, um, I think y'all would make
0: your way from Ring Four to Five to Six to Seven, Eight to Nine, and start head towards Swain.
1: So, as we're closing up, yeah. Cyrus kind of gives a you know a look, and the fire, like the hearth, is completely out now. Which because he doesn't know when he's going to be back, he kind of has like a small duffel with him, uh, with like a axe handle out of it. Um, but he's like, "Hey, hey, uh, Kirk, hang on." yeah uh, you know if I, I didn't have quite have as much time as I usually do, but thought you might like this and so it's a eye patch made out of like this dark waxed, really really nicely like oiled leather cool um and then on on like the the front kind of subtly he's burned in these dragon scales oh, so and then cool. there's just this little magic detail on like the the band going below her eye and above it that are like little wings. Like little, just intricately metal, like dragon wings awesome. on either side. Uh, she says,
0: you might've picked up on this already Sai but this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. And as she puts it on, uh, she starts to cry a little bit and wiping it with her hand is in and up. And she's like, um, you have any tissues? I, uh, <laughs> I don't need much, maybe half of what you give someone else. It just like starts to laugh a little bit. How tall is Kirk? She's probably like five, four.
1: Okay. We're the same height. Uh, Kirk. (laughs) And he pulls out of his back pocket and he's got a daily bond. That's kind of been folded. (laughs) Kirk, you deserve a hundred daily bonds, but here's the deal. (laughs) I appreciate you saying all these nice things, but I need you to feel worthy of friends and I need you to feel worthy of of gifts, cause you are, by walking and breathing, the same cobblestones that I do. You're worth it. And he just kind of walks off, or walks on. Yeah, she probably
0: tries to say something as you walk away, but just like chokes on it. Um, so you all head out, and as you're walking through uh, Ring Four, I think you're
2: passing the shops. Uh, uh, if we're passing shops, how conspicuous? does Kirk look in an oversized Hmm. sweater and ragged clothes?
0: I don't think she's fully conspicuous anywhere. Um, She probably will look more in place uh, the higher the ring, the closer you get to nine. Um, There's probably, this is probably more the Zara ring here. There's probably like, in terms of economic status, people are wearing better stuff. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying closer to one.
3: No. Huh? The further out we go, the, the less out, out of go. place she looks because she looks yes. more like yes,
0: everybody else. Right now she's got she, like
1: Kanye hobo fashion.
0: Yes. I'll tell you collectively, the four of you, in a place that's really unique, I mean, it's the New York of Far mm-hmm. and it is that diverse. Uh, this is still a fun group. Like this is...
2: So, so she doesn't draw really a bunch of attention because of how she's dressed? No, I don't okay. think so. Cool. Then that's like
1: real <clears throat> as we get closer to the center.
2: Yeah, it yeah. only gets really strict in like...
0: Two and try. one, but we're going ranks. the other. We're
2: going the other direction. There's like yes. extra no security detail there. Cool. Yeah. That's that's all. Uh, yep. I think Kavir is thinking about is it. like, do we need to get her some clothes so that she can kind of blend in a little bit better? But yep. if she's doing okay, then we're great for sure.
0: Uh, and y'all are starting to walk out, and as you walk, you see people um, in four, and then in five, uh, six, and then you get into ring seven, and a lot of people are crowded around. Uh, some stands that are outside of stores. People are reading. Um, Pretty big smiles on their faces. Uh, You might catch uh, Dylan in the name. You might catch uh, Cyrus in the name. I guess that would stand out to the person who owns it. Uh, And then uh, someone who recognizes you comes up. It's it's, uh, an older lady. Comes up to the party and comes up to Cyrus. Oh my gosh! If it isn't a hero, look at you, Ali. <laughs> What's next?
1: Cyrus looks down at himself.
0: Hey, everybody, come over here. He's here. Yeah, no, this is him. It gotta be. Ain't nobody looks like this guy. Come on.
1: And just as a reminder, he is uh, an overweight, five foot four guy that's <laughs> in his fifties. Um. Yeah, look at me, right? If this ain't a story about how anybody can be a hero, I don't know what is. <gasps> that's perfect, says so somebody in the back.
0: Maybe I could be a hero. And everybody's kind of like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like seeing you off as you walk into another one. And uh, you become more popular uh, the further you start to get out of Zarrison, ring eight. Uh, Ring 9 people are kind of asking you about Dylan They're asking you about your friends We'll say in Ring 9 there's a group that are uh, Really interested in Lilt uh, And Kavir and Kirk uh, And a handful of them are talking to Cyrus uh, And then one comes up to Lilt uh, And he's like Oh gee golly
3: You're in the party huh What do you do you work for him Are you a fighter Oh,
0: Are you a scribe
3: Oh, no, definitely not a scribe. Um, I'm a bard. I'm I'm here to write songs and oh, make them yeah. famous.
0: Yeah, okay. That's still so cool. Hey, you know you're going to need a scribe, right? Goes over to Cyrus. A
1: scribe. What's that? Someone's got to tell your story, man. Hey, why don't I tell my own story, you know? I, exactly. You need a scribe. I don't think you get one yet.
0: I bet you'll get one once you pass. Pass what?
1: Like Ring
0: 9 or... Somebody, uh, one of his buddies comes up. He's like, "Okay, hold up, you. T- <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, <laughs> I guess this is what it takes to be a hero. Okay, you're a little ignorant there. I'm sorry, ooh, don't me. Um, you got to pass, brother. You're not a hero yet, but hey, this is cool. You don't see these often.
1: Oh, so there's like some sort of test or something? Sure, man. Like mental, uh, mental ac- uh, acuity, acuity." Some sort of test, yeah. Hey, be- best of luck, man. Go get him. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, no, yeah, I appreciate it, really. <laughs>
0: uh, that's awesome. Kirk kind of puts a hand uh, on your back of, like, comfort. And she's like, you, uh, sigh.
1: you know you, you know about the test, yeah? Hey, so in many ways, yes. But in many more Sort of honest ways no. Okay. Um You know how many heroes there are? Um
3: About four thousand.
1: Yeah, well it, that's right. Yeah, sorry I had a hiccup. Yes yeah, about four thousand. Four thousand. Um familiar with fractions, Cy Sure, of course.
0: Four thousand heroes is a uh Fraction of the invites. People. People don't make it past the test sometimes.
1: Sure. Yeah. Like they fail out, or they like they don't pass, or they go home.
0: They go to another. Say they go to another plane.
1: Huh. Another plane. There's a. Well, there's a woman I've been dying to meet from another plane. That don't sound too bad. What plane are we talking about here?
0: I guess whichever one you believe in.
2: So if you take tests and don't pass, they send you to other plane, essentially you die, is what you're saying. The test...
0: Is what sends you to the other plane if you don't pass,
1: okay. Kavir? You st- so, the, so I go to a, another plane to take a test. If I don't pass, I stay there?
0: You're going to fight someone and they could kill you. They could kill you, Sai.
1: So it is it is Kavir's thing that he was saying. Yeah, okay, what he was saying.
0: This is how planes work. Uh, yep. As you venture out, there's the coming and going. It's a massive road. Uh, that comes between Swain and Zerreson. Swain is just far enough away that it's fine for a walk. It's miles, but I feel like Farafland is more like Europe than America, and they're fine to walk if it's like just a few miles away. So Zane and Swerison uh, are almost side by side, um, and about the time that you make your way about halfway down, uh, the ground around you kind of goes dark. Uh, and then you glance up to not see the sun, uh, but the outline of a massive creature that begins to circle around a little bit. And then it makes its way down, and then it seems to come near y'all, and then plants itself, which unfortunately is on some top, the top of some other passersby, uh, has a little snack of them as it lands, and an adult brass dragon. Lands right in front of you. Oh!
1: <laughs> roll for initiative. Oh. oh no! Oh, dragon! Brass dragons made of metal.
3: Got roll for that, son.
0: Uh, Kavir, you're up first.
2: Great. Um, so I think Kavir. I assume like everybody's just kind of having this conversation. We're talking. All of a sudden, this thing like slams down, grabs some passerby. Chomps down and Kibir just pulls his sword out and starts running. He's gonna, I'm gonna <clears throat> cast a booming blade and so bonus action and then take a swipe. That is a 18. Uh, if it ties, it's a hit. Yep, that's a hit. Great. Nice. Uh, that's nine damage. Okay. And if he moves, he will take more because of booming blade. How much is it? Like a saving throw with that? No, it's just if he moves, uh, booming blade basically says, on a hit, the target suffers the attack's normal effects, and it becomes sheathed in booming energy um, until the start of your next turn. The target willingly moves before then, and immediately takes one d8 thunder damage. Cool. And the spell ends. Will, you're up.
3: Can I roll history or arcana to know more about brass dragons? Yes. Which one?
0: Uh, I think you get to choose. Uh, Whatever you're stronger at, do that.
3: Arcana. Oh, no. It's only a nine.
0: Uh, That's okay. Because behind you, who has not rolled for initiative, is Kirk.
3: Kirk, help. Oh,
1: my God. I just knew it would end this quick. Oh, it's too good to be true. Kirk, are these common in in, in this part of the world, or what's going on here? No, they're common in
0: my storybooks. I've... Oh my god. Maybe we should run.
3: What do we need to know about this? Do we do we fight it? Ah!
0: <laughs> I can tell you if it chooses to. These dragons don't miss. Uh the brass dragon has legendary resistance. Yeah. So if the dragon fails a saving throw, it can choose to succeed instead. You can do that mm-hmm. 3 times a day. Awesome. Um it also has frightful presence. So any creature within the dragon's choice that's within 120 feet uh, has to succeed in a DC 16 wisdom or become frightened for a minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, ending the effect on yourself. Does that happen success. immediately?
2: Because I would have had to run up to slash this thing.
0: It didn't do it. It's not its turn. Oh, okay, So it didn't, it didn't cool. do any of this stuff yet. Its HP is 172. Oh my god. It's now 164. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm
3: going to cast a cantrip dancing lights and try and distract it. Um, basically little balls of light in, kay. let's say, uh, pink, start floating and like floating erratically to try and draw its attention. Guys, I, th- I think we gotta go, but I don't want to leave it here.
0: Gotcha. So as soon as the little lights start to get near the dragon's head, um, it first tries to like chomp at them uh and then I don't think it gets to have an action right now until its turn,
1: but' uh, basically
3: trying to like distract it and lead it away
1: yeah semi distracted there kirk can we uh can we talk to these? I know the older they get the the smarter they are right
0: uh Kirk starts to say something and then you hear something that shakes even your massive torso
1: very good. You'll have to excuse um, so these pants were wet when I put them on. Um, hello, almighty, um, brass sort of harbinger of death. uh, How are you? (laughs) Hello, Cyrus. I'm Cyrus is a cool guy. I think he needs to roll the Constitution for having heard his name come out of this thing. That's pretty good. <laughs> like I just want to be fair. Of like he's not that cool. That's uh, an eighteen.
2: He pulls it together. It's a hit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! Hey, I get that, man. I've had bad days too. What? Uh, what is angering you? And and goodness, forgive me. Almighty one, you know my name, but I have yet to learn yours. What can we call you? For today, you can call me Fate. That's, that's a metal name, man. That is really... Fate. Um, goodness, I gotta say, you've eaten some folks here. Um, that uh, They've got families and pensions and, and sort of like mortgages. Um... Fate, why are you here? I know that you're angry. How can I help you?
2: I think during this time, Kivito has like worked his way back to the group, sort of way. It's like, I I assume he would have noticed very quickly that his attack was like, oh, cool. I scratched it.
1: Right. Didn't even break through the scale, kind of deal. Nope.
2: We're just gonna we're gonna slowly back this up.
1: Yeah.
3: Lilt has also taken the pin from her hair and is casually just writing no
0: doubt uh fate says
1: you can go back back where fate to your home fate here's the deal i got a calendar invitation for something and i don't like to miss my invitations Tell me why you need me to go back home.
0: Uh, His uh, throat starts to glow
2: a little bit. Um, And he doesn't say anything. I think uh, we should be uh, moving a little more quickly. Let's say Boogie. Boogie. (laughs) Boogie.
1: Yeah, Heavy guys, stars. I don't get fire resistance until a later level, it
3: looks like. <laughs> um,
1: I thought there was going to be sort of a cool, <laughs> you know, phoenix from the ashes. Uh, I think. <laughs> looks like I can make about a Bix ladder's worth of flame in the old palm
2: here. I think Kavir is grabbing... Uh- like as many people as he can and just like kind of dragging them along. It's like, let's go. Let's go. Time to go. Should I mean, we
3: ask why? I feel like Lil would not step up in this moment, but like, I guess, do we ask why? Ask him why? He's <laughs> so upset.
2: And we're already moving on.
3: <laughs> why do you have to go home?
1: I'd love if you've answered my friend here. Why so, do you need me to go
3: home?
0: I thought we already of, did this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. In the middle of initiative, how long can conversations go? I mean
3: Technically it's six seconds per round Right cool, cool. Well, but, but I mean
1: you can That's fine This is good It's Yeah <clears throat> It's six seconds of Us Action, action yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging And stuff like that And so in between, can we, we can make box? this a Dragon Ball Z episode No 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 that's fine <laughs> <laughs> <Come> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Making a spirit bomb happens. for two seasons
0: Yeah um, uh, What was the question again What did you ask me?
1: Why do you need me to go home It is not just me that or once I am one of the five fingers of God, you fool Look, I've tried to live a clean life But I know that I have invariably Upset a few gods We got a chance to do something good here We got an invitation to the rank We had a chance to make history But also to make good What do you need? Maybe, maybe fate Maybe I could be an instrument. Enough. I need you to die.
0: And as he like starts to say "die," fire cones from his mouth, uh, which is overwhelming in itself. And uh, you start to feel the heat of that—not super stingy, I guess you don't feel it as much, Cyrus. But then you hear a noise that is not of the dragon that's coming from directly behind you, from Zarrison. Uh, the people of Farafland do not know what a jet is. Uh, but someone who's from he- this time in space and ended up in Far Off Land would say this is what it sounds like. Cool. Um, the dragon doesn't get the fire out of its throat before something enters it and, exit, uh, and exits his back. And the f- the dragon lays limp on the ground, dead. And on the other side standing gooey and I don't know what to say outside of heroic is a judge. The number one judge of Zarrison, the number one hero in all of Far Land. Spada! Spada. Yeah. You scream Spada. Um, and, uh, she's kind of like wiping herself off, like noticing the goo on her hand. Uh, and she immediately starts to head towards, uh, the people that the dragon had like landed on and she's tending to that.
1: Cool. Um, Cyrus is definitely running up. Yeah. It is doing the same. Me too. Oh, uh, Yeah. I just want to run. Uh, running uh running. Sparta goodness. Um, w- thank you for destroying fate. Of course you're welcome, but I, I'm not going to be able to help you right now. I've got to help them. Well, l- let me help you to help them,
0: I, them. Right. Oppressed dragon. There's no way in seven it
1: I was a breast in here I'd... Who are you? Uh spot them, um uh well the my, my name goodness you rehearse you rehearsed the moment so many times and it all kinda goes to crap. Um my name is Cyrus and I um I am the best uh, so, so I am the best uh, weapon smith and, and armorer this side of the Fantasy Mississippi, Cyrus. You seem kind; I feel it. But I must tend to these wounds. I'd,
0: I'd love to autograph or something later, but I've got to work on this right now. She turns back around and immediately. Yeah, so there are people that like people.
2: actually like need help that are alive that are being crushed. Like that, there's right?
0: like. Five people. Okay. I think refreshed. Kavir
2: like immediately ran up and
1: was worrying about them. He didn't
2: even call cool. uh, care about
1: Yeah, and Spada. Instead of answering, like Cyrus just goes and starts casting cure wounds on the most recent, like person who's hurt. Gotcha. Um Spada comes over to Lilt.
0: When she was like Hi, I'm I'm Spada. Um
3: Everyone knows who you are.
0: I know that this uh, might have been a big deal here, um, and I hope you have your mind about you. But uh, can you recount what happened?
3: Almost with perfect clarity, okay. and she'll recount what happened. Gotcha. Um,
0: so you definitely told her that this dragon said Cyrus's name. Uh, I
3: don't think at this point she still has any reason to fully doubt the rank. I think she would have. I mean, she's still recording everything and sending it to the Nucleo. So. Yeah,
0: so she you've told Spada that he, the dragon said Cyrus' name. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so Cyrus Spota comes over to you and she goes,
1: Who are you, Cyrus? Yeah, I've been asking myself that question for um, uh, many years. Many years. Spada, I don't got a good answer for you. I'm here to try and armor and in arm the ranks best and brightest. But here I am today with an invitation to join that very rank. And these folks here, well, they're, they're my team.
2: Aww.
1: Yeah, your team. That
2: uh, feels... Uh, we'll go with that That's fine. Oh, my gosh. As he walks by with, like, a person over his shoulders.
0: Uh, Kirk is speechless like 100 like having a hard time (laughs) I don't think I think she's wrestling with this thing of like anyone who knows anything she feels like somehow they know who she is and so she's just like torn between like wanting to know everything about Spada and like just not talking to her at all for the sake of y'all so she's not doing anything about it she's just absolutely probably quivering um but uh Spada uh, looks at you, Cyrus. After you said that, and she's like, um, "Cyrus, I'm young, but I've got I've got a lot of experience, and uh, we we've been together some time." And she's like talking about her sword in reference to we. I have never seen I've never seen it this color. And she kind of steps out of the way or like turns her back to show you and it's kind of starting to glow red. And she looks back at you again. She's like Cyrus.
1: Who are you? And he kind of drops to his knees in front of this sword. And cannot take his eyes off of it. And the glow. And... He says... spot I, I don't... My stars, I do not know what to tell you. But I have wanted to meet this weapon. Oh, since... I was able to have memories... It is an honor and a privilege to meet you. Both of you, goodness. I I wish I had better information for you, I, I, I do. I wish I had some story for you, I don't. I don't, but it is, it is an honor and if you'll let me, I want to live a life starting now. That tells the story of who I who I am.